No man. What's good? Oh man, we got an episode for you guys today. It's Last Stop on the D, episode number 471. Doesn't matter, who cares? Thank you so much for listening. Really, seriously. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Black History Month. Even to the one like white person that's probably listening right now. Um, real quick before we get into this next episode, I just wanted to say I appreciate you listening and please email me at laststopontheD at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, or concerns. Special shout outs to my mom. Hi. Uh, Kamal Jilks, who helps me edit this. And Jay from Marketing at Top Black Podcast. It's a great company. I hope you guys follow them on Instagram. And thank you to Andy over at Headspace for keeping me sane and thank you to that special someone who's helping me workshop all of these great ideas that I've brought to you guys to listen to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And shout outs to Jordan Davis for donating. Go to Anchor FM to donate. Thank you. Hey, Brandon, I just had had to really quick because as George was speaking, um, I know like early in our conversation, you spoke on it is Black History Month and it is and it is. And I just wanted to say for all of the um, black actors and actresses that's listening um, right now, I want to just tell them that this is the perfect time for us to enter this industry, for us to rise up and to tell our stories. Um, I don't know if I've been on this this movie binge uh, since the new year has started and I have seen uh, Sylvie's Love, which was directed by Eugene Ash. You know, it was a beautiful love story um, about, you know, an, an, a woman who wants to follow her dreams, but and a man that wants to follow his dreams, but they're both in love. So it's, it's about that sacrifice, you know. Um, and, you know, uh, with Ava DuVernay, you know, she's telling our story uh, when it mm. comes to when they see us, uh, Selma, the 13th, you know. So um, this is a, a crucial time for Black actors and actresses. So I want to tell you all, tell your story. And we're more than um, what what history tells tells us that we are of slaves or or whatever the case, you know, get that out of your head. You know, um, we we deserve to be in the limelight. We deserve uh, for our stories to be told in a positive light. So um, I just wanted to touch base on that really, really quickly um, with it being Black History Month. Thank you know, you. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my third point, you know. Which- Yeah, like I think at the end of, I would just say the January of 2019, that's when I I really, really started and I started in theater. And then from there, I just started doing films and uh, commercials and everything like that. So, um, and I'll mention this uh, when we we start filming, but uh, I just got my SAG card. So uh, I've been on SAG auditions and it's been, it's been crazy. So, um, so far I've, I've secured like two really big jobs. Um, and it's only been like two weeks since I got my SAG card. So I'm just, I'm just grateful. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a journey. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. We can, um, we can help you with that. Um, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Hopefully you have way to shout that. Um, all right. I edit this um, draw out for us. <sighs> Welcome, oh. ladies and gentlemen, back to Last Stop on the D. 
I'm your main host, Brent. I have two amazing guests. Um, this week's episode is dedicated to black actors and it's Black History Month, so like, oh, yeah. not. Nah. Um, but yeah, things are hard right now. And I have two of my favorite actors and actresses here to kind of talk about how things maybe aren't so hard. So, um, yo, let's just like dive right into it. What's what's going on with, with you guys? Like, introduce yourselves again. Um, Erica, I haven't spoken to you in, in quite some time. Some of the listeners may yeah. remember. George, you're new. Yeah. Right. Um, hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Erica DeGraff. I am a actress. Um, also a fashion enthusiast uh, here in New York. Um, and I'm so happy to be here again. So thank you so much, Brandon. And I look forward to this amazing conversation. Word. <laughs> who's this guy? Who's this guy? What is, who's this guy and what's on your background? Please, please okay, so, share with my uh, hi everyone, my name is George um, Lopes. I'm an actor slash producer, writer. And um, what's on my background right now is actually my latest project. You know, it's actually the script has won multiple awards. It's won about 12 awards for best screenplay. And right now we're working on getting it uh, produced. And we've been, what's, what's been great about pan, um, the pandemic is the fact that it, it's given us the opportunity to talk to the uh, real decision makers to get it produced. Ooh, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, man, like, I gotta say, like, I have some listeners who are sort of off. Some folks are like, their brain just in the world. Why, why should anyone about entertainment like this? What are you guys doing? Well, um, right now, I mean, as as you probably remembered, Brandon, um, when we first started the pandemic a year ago, um, I think every artist was in panic mode because it was like, what are we going to do? The theaters are closed, you know, um, I can't get going to the room and, and secure this audition. So uh, like during this year, I have literally been hitting the ground running um, when it comes to uh, getting into these, these classes that I normally wouldn't have been able to take because they're in LA or they're in London. Um, so I think the great thing about uh, being quarantined and being in this pandemic is because you're now having access to so many people that you have never been able to, to work with. Um, so I think that that would be the benefit of it. So um, of course, you know, uh, productions have just started, um, which has been great over the last couple months. So uh, I've been filming a lot, uh, getting getting COVID tested literally every other day. Um, but um, I'm just so grateful to be back on set and uh, with other actors who love, you know, love being in the scene as much as I do. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, for me, what's been great is that, well, first off is, I know she said uh, many actors and you know people that are in the entertainment industry were running scared. And I, I think part of it is it, it, because there's so much uncertainty with it. And then the people that actually were able to thrive during this situation were people that were able to pivot quickly. Yeah. And, you know, so I was one of them that, you know, what I did is first three months of the lockdown, I actually, um, how I ended up in Boston was the fact that I, I came to Boston to teach a class and then when I came to Boston um, the lockdown happened and everything shut down so I couldn't go back to New York unless you know I actually wanted to take a car and drive out there and I didn't want to do that so I said hey you know what just give me an opportunity to stay because they said it was a month so I'm like oh, I'll stay a month in Boston and then the next thing you know it's it was I don't know how many months uh, and then Besides that, though, what I did is I ended up, I just went right into right, right into writing. And, and within the first three months of COVID, I wrote a book. 
So, you know, and it, just to keep my, um, you know, my creative juices going and, you know, wrote a book. And then with um, Lopes Brothers, uh, we had the, the film erased and then we, we just start our project or the script. And we just started making sure that we were able to get into the rooms to talk to the people, the decision makers, to make sure that we can get it um, to where it's at. And right now, I just got a, a distribution deal that we, ju we just getting ready to sign the contract. So it's like the doors were wide open and some people didn't see the opportunity what they thought is they said, okay, you know what? The sky is falling. And what my team and I did is we said, hey, this is an opportunity here for us to, to meet people. Just like um, Erica said, it's like, we said, hey, now we don't have to travel. We can just go um, do a Zoom call. And then we're able to talk to everyone, no matter where they are. And we've been able to talk to people from here to China yeah. and so on. So it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's really why I'm really excited to have you guys both. both. like just kind of like amazing just the way that you guys always like really inspiration in general like anything from like i remember when you were just you know, sharing your inspirational text with me a lot all the way up to you and your career as a life was um just like amazing um and same thing for you Amer like erica like when i first met you i was like this is crazy like can you guys uh, both kind of like share with me some of them some of the listeners well like your stories from uh some of the things that have happened to you in your career um I'll start here. Uh, during this course of uh, the pandemic, um, I would say that it has opened up many, many doors. Um, I just recently uh, received my SAG card, so uh, which is an awesome um, thing because yeah. now I'm being able to uh, be in the same room of actors and actresses that have been in this industry for years. You know, um, at first I would say I was very scared because, you know, as an actor, you, you, you say, am I ready? Am I ready? You know, and the only way you're going to find out is if you jump in. So I jumped in and um, I've already secured two really, really big, um, uh, opportunities where they're co-star roles. So I can't wait to share that. Um, I've been in a national commercial uh, for Comcast. So, uh, which, which and it's still running during Black History Month. Um, so it's, it's like, you know what? I think as much as many people would like to say that, you know, the pandemic has um, hurt many of us, which it has. I think that at the same time, it allowed us to really look within ourselves and our skill sets um, to really heighten them um, to get to to make us better. So um, yeah, it's it's been really really good, really good. I can't wait to see what uh, the next couple months have in store. Congratulations, Erica. Thank you. And what happened is I pivoted and I went into because I've also always wanted. I said, hey, you know what? Let me pivot that way and started producing. And like I said, right now I have um, a distribution deal. Not only do I get, um, I can have any projects that I do, I can get those distributed, but also in feature projects, basically what I'm talking about. And if someone else has a project that, that they want, like for example, I just had another project that I just got that distribution. So what's happening now is
looking at because I look at it this way if you're going to be doing films or doing any projects one you should be able to actually have control of what you do and what I mean by that as an artist you know because most people they, when they're in this industry what they do is they they at the whims of the casting director at the you know yeah. the agent the manager and so on and they're always forever you know trying to please these people and when I first got in the industry and what I want to do is be able to have a, a foot and, and stronghold in the industry so when I when I when I rip it open I'm, I'm going to be able to stay and mm -hmm. and that's basically why I'm doing that is, is going in and working on my own projects and and, and also making sure that you know I, I could start a script from the beginning and then end with completing the project because what I've seen the challenges some some people have done is they create the project they film it and then they have no avenue after they go to the film festival then it sits there and you've you spent all this money so my thing is like hey you want to be able to monetize it and can I uh, can I piggyback off of that? What George said that was very important, uh, which I like, was the fact that he said um, during this time you have to create your own content. You know, and that's what you did. You wrote your own script. You know, and you pitched it yourself. You know, and I think that's so important for actors to know um, that you don't need a casting director or a director uh, for you to be able to uh, be seen or for you to be able to uh, work. So, um, and I think that's another challenge that us actors have to know that, you know, we have to pick up the pen and pad, you know, and write our stories or write characters that we, we normally wouldn't have the opportunity to audition for, you know? So um, I love that you said that, creating your own content um, and being open to it. So can you guys um, tell us a story actually um, about one of the hardest things you've had to deal with in your career and how you sort of came down? Yeah, you can pick something out of the hardest thing out last year in the pandemic or you can pick something out of your entire career. For me, I would say this, it's, um, and you know, because what I just said is like, basically I learned that lesson from, you know, being rejected as an actor you're gonna face rejection over and over again. It gets to the point where you feel like you're getting punched and knocked down and you know, and then at that point, you're like, you feel like you can't create. And one of the hardest thing at that one point is that I got to a point where I just felt I couldn't create and I couldn't do anything. No matter what I did, I go on stage, it, just, it was just terrible. And, um, you know, and one of the hardest thing to hear was I've done something, and, you know, to hear someone say that was dog shit. It was like, mm -hmm. you know, so in, when you hear that, you're like, you know, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if it's PG, so I'm, I apologize. You no, you can swear. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your so, shit. All right. So, anyway, well, I just have to make sure. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know who's going to be listening to it. So, uh, with that said, it's like you hear that and that knocks you down. And if you can't deal with that, pick yourself back up because no one's going to pick you up. No one's going to be there and say, hey, yeah, you know, no, this is your dream. You have to take control of it. You have to pick yourself back up. You have to, you know, basically talk to yourself or do whatever it is. And the thing is, Brandon, you know, I've been in the, in the personal development industry for many, many years. When I got hit with that, it was like, it was like getting sucker punched. But, you know, and it took me a month to, to get out of that and just literally started going to points where I go on stage and didn't give a fuck, just go on stage and just do whatever, and just to get it out there, get all that trash. And you got to remember that when you write, when you when you perform or anything like that, it's going to be trash that you do. And you got to get rid of that trash so the, so the good shit can come out. And that's basically mm -hmm. what it is. And that, that was the hardest thing for me. Um, I would say... Definitely the hardest thing, um, you know, with this two and a half years of being in the industry is just 
the rejection aspect. And I know, George, you just touched base on it, but that is a major thing when it comes to being an actor because um, it was this point where I was auditioning so much and I was getting every role, every role that I auditioned for. But then it also came to this point where I was auditioning and not getting the role. So then instantly I had to say, what is wrong? What am I doing wrong? You know? Um, and I remember just speaking to my mom about it. And she said, Erica, you can't be everybody's cup of tea. You can't be um, in every film or, you know, on every stage, you know? Um, and sometimes it has nothing to do with you and your talent. It could easily be, you know what? She doesn't have the, the right height that we're looking for. Or, you know what? Our main actor looks like this and they don't look as if they would match mesh together, you know? So I think the re the rejection aspect is a huge thing in this industry. But at the same time, you have to realize that you have been given this talent for a reason, you know? And the main thing is you can never, ever, ever give up. Because the moment that you give up, you are basically telling everybody that's been following you that they should give up on their dreams as well. So I think that no matter what, you have to keep fighting, you have to keep pushing. And at the end of the day, it's just somebody's opinion. And some people's opinions don't mean anything. You have to believe it in yourself. So, um, so yeah, I would just say that that's been the biggest thing over this last uh, two and a half years. Yeah, and just so I could piggyback on that real quick is then because you know you don't want to tell people rejection is the is the worst thing, and then say hey you don't you don't want to give it a rejection or oh, deal with that. First thing is you got to look at it. Rejection. No one can reject you. Mm. You reject yourself. So if someone says hey you know. Um, you know, you, this this role's not for you. Sometimes they don't even tell you. They say thank you, bye, and <laughs> you're like, true. okay, well, well, was that good? You know, was that good? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, with that said, is that you have to look at it that way. No one can reject you. And if you go in the room trying to get it right or hoping that they don't reject you, hoping that they catch you, I mean, they, they cast you, you're never going to get in because, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're not coming in authentically as you. So in doing that is, is you have to say, OK, you know what? There is no such thing as rejection. And you got to literally convince yourself. Like I said, I mean, for me, it took me a month to, to, to get out of it. And you're saying it, whether it's self-talk. But one of the things is that we got to look at is that we as artists are storytellers. And mm -hmm. there's a story that you tell yourself that's in your head that either keeps you moving forward or it keeps and it holds you or it holds you back you change that story you change your life so it, with yeah. that said is we all have that and we all can be like i mean in that thing when, when we show up and we go into an audition and we have this conversation in our head talking about hey um you know maybe i'm, I'm not good enough will they act will they get whatever you're trying to get it right whatever it is this you gotta at that moment if you pause and listen to the story but not listen to the story to be in the story just listen to the story and say hey what's going on here and then question that because the minute you question that doubt then all of the, the way you give it a doubt is to question it mm -hmm. so is yeah. this true is this really true you know what does this really mean so mm -hmm. if, if you start doing that then all of a sudden you can change that story and change yeah. and change how you show up in the audition you know and, and also mm -hmm. change you know how you move forward i think one thing people take advantage of meditation because that can help yep. you monitor your self-talk and if people's self-talk sounded a little bit more in a bit of a place um yeah so that brings me to kind of like the next like, sort of like so what are you guys looking forward to because i mean the pandemic is hard for some folks and i think it's opened some doors and i think it's learned how to really move and shake in a different like i think like generally I feel like, like, yeah, I gotta, everything gotta upgrade, everything gotta change. Um, yeah. What are, what are, um, like, 
What are some things, I guess, um, you'd want to say to some of the listeners who might, may or may not have a whole lot to do? Um, I had someone ask me, uh, one of the fans asked me, what's a good hobby? I, I struggled for a little bit there because I didn't know how to answer that to what's a good hobby. Because, But yeah, like what, what would be, I guess maybe some wisdom to some of the folks probably just starting their acting journey in the mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, you know, there are probably some people that are just kind of, you know, in that rut, what you guys are talking to, dealing with a lot of rejection, probably not, you know, feeling as confident as you guys, some things you say to them and then, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I get that question. It seems like uh, every other day someone will send me a DM and they say, Erica, how can I start in this industry? You know, um, my first word of advice is to, and before you start, you know, um, going to school and everything like that, I always say jump into a improv class. You know, um, because I think with that, that will actually get you out of your shell as well as, you know, see if you even have the interest in acting. Because uh, one thing about being an actor, you have to be so comfortable in your skin that you can't be afraid of looking stupid, you know? (laughs) And I think improv classes, actually, they do that for you, you know? So um, I would say definitely take an improv class um, and then like jump into the, you know, uh, the session classes I've I've seen so many schools um have like like a day class that you can pay for that range from like 20 to 50 dollars and it's just a beginner's acting class where they they just teach you the basics of acting um so that's my best advice um as well as um you know do your research when it comes to monologues and scripts you know uh so you don't need a teacher to tell you this is a specific monologue that you should be working on you know do the research you know um look for your own monologue and then start the process of memorizing them you know to just to get yourself comfortable because the moment that you start paying five six seven hundred dollars for acting classes you know stuff gets real <laughs> you know if that's when you know you are not playing around anymore so um that's my advice to you like new actors and actresses uh just to get their feet wet for the industry five six hundred dollars you mean like nine hey, a thousand dollars i've paid a lot i've paid a lot trust yeah. me i, I, I think you mean like nine hundred you know what i'm saying because i you know I'll that's what about. i was paying you know what i'm saying at one point so um the thing is i mean those those are great uh, information thank you america uh, i have three basically advice i would say so first thing would be know who you because mm. once you know who you are then you know what roles are then you know how you show up because you show up as you. I mean, I'm in the movie Convicted. I don't know, Ben, if you've seen it. Um, and in that movie, when I, I literally, I'm going to tell you, when I walked into that movie audition, I didn't want the role, you know? Mm. And because uh, I, I know who I am, whatever. So when I showed up, I showed up who uh, just like who I was. But I, at that point, I'm like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I'm saying, I don't want this role. So I walked in, I was like, you know, was, right, the only reason I wanted to, to, to be in the in, or audition for it was because I had built a relationship with the producer and I was like, okay, you know what? I want to uh, keep the relationship. So I went in and showed up and I was authentically myself. They cast me the next day. They said, we're a strong actor. And um, so we figured we'd offer it to you. And now, uh, okay, because I'm like, at, at that point, at one time, you know what I'm saying? 
I, I was still in that, you know, phase where it's like, I don't know, you know what you don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do, sometimes you don't. So that day I just showed up and I don't give a fuck about this role. I'm just gonna go in and show up and be me. And once I did that, there's like, yeah, you showed up. So, and the character's a sociopath. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a sociopath. <laughs> you know but, um, well, you know, <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, with that said, it's like, that's why I said, you need to know who you are. Because the minute you know that, then basically when you show up, you show up and you get a role, you know. You, and then it also helps you to choose the right monologue. It helps you to choose, you know, what type of headshots you can get. Because when you, and some people think, oh, I'm just gonna go take a headshot. I'm just gonna go ahead and smile mm-hmm. and that's it. No, you need to know what roles you play. So you need to go in as that character and know how many characters you can play. So you can, when you take those headshots, you actually have something that when someone looks at it, it's like, okay, well, this is the character we're looking for. This is who it is. You know, and if you don't do that, you, it's just gonna be plain and no one's gonna call you, you know? So mm-hmm. that that's the first thing I, um, I say now. Um, the other thing that, that I, I would say is you want to show up and what i mean by that is when when you show up you're being you and um you gotta be you because if you're not you you know and it, it all ties in it's like I, I don't care about the talent you know what i'm saying what i mean by that and it's not, i'm not saying not to work on your craft because you have to work on you because you have mm-hmm. to understand you know, the techniques and the storytelling but the talent, if, if you, if like Erica said earlier, you was given this talent for a reason. If that desire is within you, then it's inside of you. You have that desire to tell you. So, and then knowing who you are, that's why I say know who you are first, because once you know who you are, that catapults you to do this. Then you can let that desire comes come out of you. The word desire comes in Latin, means um, of the Father. So of God, basically, God gave that to you. Ooh. So if you have that inside of you, you know, it's now time for you to let it shine. And the only way you can let it shine is by knowing who you are. You feel what I'm saying to you? I see mm-hmm. you that is that. So, um, and that's uh, basically is you have to you have to know that and know that this desire was put inside of you. And you're capable of doing that. Right. So, uh, and I'm, I, I kind of, I'm sorry, time. I on a rant, so I kind of forgot okay. the other two, but yeah. Just one wanted. last thing. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you had one last point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, uh, well, just tell me what the question was again, because I mean, I wanted to, you know. Um, I just, like three, one piece of advice for new actors, and then, um, yeah, and then we're going to just do shout outs, and then I got to set five for it. Okay, so yeah, the um, first yeah. one is no. The first one is know who you are. Second thing was basically so that way you can, which is already tied in it, so that way you know you can choose yourself, and then so that way you know. And um, the third thing is, which is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest. That I I feel it, in the industry is you have to have relationships and what I need to build because most actors, think, oh, you know, I am gonna go like this casting director, take a class with this casting director so that so they can like me. And the thing is, is no, if if you're you, I have a friend that's she was in Soderbergh film, and the reason she got in the Soderbergh film is get the cast director and they would just have lunch or something they was talking and the cast was like i'm gonna put you in a movie because she liked mm. her personality not like what she do as an actor or anything like throw on the audition and the next thing you know call me up and said hey i booked it I'm like what i have forgot in two weeks and, um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm like okay cool and it was just by building relations because this is an industry it's a business you need to have any business you want to do you got to have a relationship if you don't understand that you're not going to get far and then also one of the things that you have to wait for uh, know is that be patient uh, be patient yep. because it's the fact that it's not gonna come every day. It's like if I go to the gym and every day I work out for an hour, by the time I look at it in 30 days, I've gotten a I've gotten cut, I got more different. It's the same thing. Every single day you have your craft, whether mm-hmm. it's either getting on stage, like I, you know, I was in New York, I was on stage every every single day I was on. Stage. And that helps you build that muscle. So you have to be in that state. 
It's like every single day you have to do something for your art. So that's why when I was here, I was like, yo, you know, three months, boom, with a book. You know what I'm saying? After I wrote a book, I was like, okay, you know what? Now I'll go ahead and into the production side of it. Took, took a race and started running with it. And in doing that, we said, hey, we went to the thing. We said, we got to make sure that this, we have a, a way to go from script to actual distribution. So let's figure out what that funnel is, create that funnel create every aspect of it, touch that. And you have to be able to do Because if you look at it as a business, there's no way they can stop you. Your business is gonna take off one day. It's all you have to do is put in work every single day. It was basically where you're in the right time now. Woo. Before we weren't in the right. I, I, you know how many times, I actually had a casting director. Uh, we have just man. under two minutes left. Um, right. I just wanna get, yeah, I just wanna get one quick um, segment out and then I can actually set up another recording so we can get some more. Um, you guys have some interesting points. Um, uh, five for five. This is the last segment of Last Apple D. Five actors, you have to name five actors, five seconds or less each of you, but they gotta be black actors. Go, we got less than a minute left. Um, um, you starting with Re you, Erica. Regina King, um, Tessa Thompson, Denzel Washington, Viola Davis, and Angela Bassett. Okay, okay, you can't say those, Eric. You can't say those, Jorge, George, you can't say them. <laughs> okay. All right, oh, wow. Um, and these are five actors that I like, or, or, or what? <laughs> Five actors that you hate. No, no, I mean, uh, <laughs> name, name five black actors. They gotta be black. Yeah. One Will of them's gotta Smith. be a woman. Okay, oh, okay. Will Smith. Um, I'm forgetting. These are the guys that I look up to also. Um, Terrence Howard, Will Smith, Terrence Howard. Um, black uh, actresses. Um, oh, uh, Angela Bassett, I mean, Tasha you know Smith. You guys, okay, got it. Oh, did, did, she, did she say already Angela Bassett? No, no, she didn't. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, okay. I, right. I saw it. I said Angela Bassett. She's my favorite. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I say her because she, she actually gave me um, an hour coaching and acting, so that's why. Um, and. Um, Wow, I, I am I am blanking out to be honest with you. Um, Lakeith Stanford, St Stanfield. Word, she gave you the fifth one. I never let people yeah. do okay, cool. <laughs> That's amazing. That was amazing. Thank you so much for doing that. I'm you put us on the spot right with that five for five. I know I have to. That's the main point. You gotta we gotta put people on the spot. Um, I am gonna toast this last sign off section to you, Erica. I'm so okay. happy you Please. got your uh, your SAG. Um, um, that's amazing. I'm so glad. Like, I'm really excited for you. I can't wait to see you. And like, I've already thank you, thank seen you. of you. I've already seen a lot of stuff. Shout outs to you. Shout out Shout outs to all of and, you. Uh, cheers to you, George, <laughs> and your film as well, and all of your future success successes. Um, you go ahead. Yeah, I didn't even see it, but uh, we're going to check it out. But I just want to tell everybody, um, thanks again for, for having me on this show, Brandon. Thanks to everybody that is tuning in. Um, you can find me on Instagram at French Vendette, V as in Victor, E-N-B-E-T-T-E. Um, definitely follow for follow just so we can keep up with each other's projects. Feel free to hit me up at any time and we can just talk, talk about, you know, the entertainment industry, uh, what's new and maybe collab on the project. So, uh, check me out there and my clothing line. It's, it's also on my Instagram. Yeah. So, uh, y'all gotta thank cop you a hoodie or something. Please, Yo, do, please go cop some. There's some, some. New, new stuff, new stuff launching, but, um, but yeah, so thank you all for your love and support. Okay, so, uh, my Instagram is I am George Lopes, J O R G S. And just, you gotta, if you send me a message and I didn't get back to you right away, just understand sometimes it's like, I don't know, spam if you don't, follow, if I don't follow you. And, but yeah, if you follow me and send me a message or put a comment, then you're saying, I definitely, get back to you and connect with you. I always respond to everyone that, that sends me a message. 
Yeah. And um, my thing is, I, I some people call me the inspirational actor. And what I do is I love to inspire and help other actors yeah. create and forward. So yeah. you thank you, amazing. Brandon. Thank you. <laughs> um, my final listen, you have to spend five minutes every day with them just in your thoughts. That's my word of it. You have to spend time on your thoughts. My final word of the day, and I live by this, is um, live to love, live to inspire, live to drive towards not just a dream, but your reality. But my thing is, uh, it, it, with Lope Brothers, it, we tell compelling stories that inspire the under. And with that said, that's our slogan. And it's because that's basically who I am. So, yeah, I usually let it sign off there. I'm just, you know, <laughs> Amazing. Two back-to-back recordings right now. Oh, my God. I shouldn't have crazy. scheduled. I should have made room. Brandon, let me just share that story with you though, real quick that I was mm-hmm. talking about. We Give me it. We're still here. We got the time. Um, still running. What happened is I had audition. I had a friend of mine who was an actor. You know, I met him. My thing is building relationships and see how you can add value. Because I talk about you want to add value to, you know, a relationship. You want to add value to a business deal or anything. When you come in, like, for example, right now, what, everyone that we work with, the first question that comes to mind is how can you add value?